Thanks for listening to the Jacked Up Podcast with your host, John Kobuletsky. A nutrition specialist, trainer, and entrepreneur, John has an obsession for all things wellness. Through sharing his own fitness journey with clients, he has discovered that stories have the power to change lives. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a rather unusual version, <laughs> an unusual episode of the Jacked Up Podcast. Um, first and foremost, let me say I want to thank everybody for supporting the podcast, sharing it, listening to it on Apple and Spotify and all the places that it's out there. Um, you guys know that normally each time I do a podcast, I bring you guys a guest that is kind of motivational and inspirational um, in the areas of all things that are encompassed under the umbrella of wellness. All right. Um, You know, recently I have released a couple episodes with my colleague, Dr. Krista Ello, about our reversal roadmap program, which is all about reversing type 2 diabetes. Um. Now, you may have noticed that since the last podcast, it's been a couple weeks. And the reason for that is um, my brother passed away rather unexpectedly. Now, why am I sitting here on an episode of the Jacked Up podcast talking to you guys about this? Um, this this is going to be about as raw and real as, as you will ever see me. Um, I decided I wanted to do this solo episode because of the fact that everything that happened with my brother really kind of hit me hard. Um, my brother was just under four years older than me. Um, he, like myself and my younger sister, um, had type 2 diabetes. We were all diagnosed years ago. But the difference between him and, and me is he didn't, he wasn't proactive. He didn't do anything on his own to take care of his illness. Um, you know, he, he listened to the doctors. He took the medications. Um, nobody was working with him on, you know, the proper nutrition that he should be eating and things like that. Um, I tried. And, you know, as many times as I reached out and was like, hey, you know, why don't, why don't, we, why don't we get you? you know, into a situation where I'm working with you and I can, I can teach you all these things because I beat type two diabetes. Okay. Um, and he, he's a lot, he was a lot like me. He's really stubborn. And, um, you know, he's like, I got this, you know, I've got my meds from the doctor and, and I'm just going to live my life and I'll be fine. Don't you worry about me. My brother was 57 years old. I'm 54. Okay. Um, I am not in the best health that I've ever been in my life, but I'm in really good shape compared to, you know, back in the day when I got diagnosed and, and, you know, my journey still speaks for itself. But the thing that bothers me most about this whole situation is, my brother didn't have to die. Okay. 
He is a result of his choices. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, he was stupid or, or, or anything like that. He was just, he's stuck in the, he was stuck in the mindset that so many people are today. If you have an illness, you go to a doctor. The doctor knows what needs to be done to take care of this illness. When we're talking about things like type 2 diabetes and obesity, which is the leading cause of type 2 diabetes, by the way, the doctors treat the symptoms. They don't treat the disease. And, And let me explain that statement. Type 2 diabetes is a disease that's caused by insulin resistance in the body. Insulin resistance starts, first and foremost, by being overweight. Okay? You may be genetically predisposed to it. If you have a family history of it, you are more inclined to develop type 2 diabetes than other people. But what winds up happening is you make the choices, you allow yourself to become overweight, You don't do anything about it. You're not paying attention to the food that you're putting in your body. You're just living life. And when you sit back and look at it, you know, it's not really, that's not something that you would think somebody is guilty of. And they're not until it gets to the point where, okay, well, then you're told you're pre-diabetic, which is something that back in my day, you, you, doctors weren't looking at things and saying, oh, you're getting ready to develop type 2 diabetes, you're pre-diabetic. Um, so that is one thing I will say that, um, you know, I will applaud doctors on is that they're starting to call attention to it a little earlier. Because they're still not treating the disease. One medicine after another medicine after another medicine does not cure type 2 diabetes. It manages it. It controls your blood sugar. But the problem with a lot of these medicines is they either make you sick, they uh, they can actually cause you to gain weight, and at the end of the day, it creates this vicious cycle that all these type 2 diabetics out there are stuck in, you know, and, and it's, it's so frustrating to me because he was my brother, you know? He was my brother, and I reached out to help him. But he, like so many in society right now, are just, I'm trusting the doctors. I'm trusting the doctors. And he paid the price. And and the weird thing is, you know, it's like, who's to blame? Is my brother to blame for the choices he made? Yeah. Yeah, in part. Um, but let's be realistic. You know, like I said, when you're sick, what's the first thing you think of? All I need is some medicine. All I need to see a doctor. I've got something going on. I'm not sure what it is. I need to go to the emergency room, whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying in any way, shape or form, don't trust the medical profession. That's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is doctors are conditioned from the time that they're in med school that they, they're programmed and they follow certain programs. If patient A presents with symptom A, B, and C, well, then 
the stack or the medicines that are prescribed for those particular symptoms are A, B, and C. And the problem is, if these medicines are prescribed and they don't seem to be doing any good, one of the first things that's done is dosage is increased. Now, I have seen people in, in, in my practice and helping people, I have watched people go from starting off with 500, milligram, 500 milligrams of metformin once a day to control their blood sugar. And three months later, they're on 500 milligrams twice a day. A couple months after that, they're on 1,000 milligrams twice a day. And all this time, they're not losing weight no matter what they're doing. Their blood sugar is still out of control. And So then they wind up adding yet another medicine, and then another medicine, and another medicine. More often than not, they don't talk to people about nutrition, or at least not in the way they should. Uh, it, it just, it amazes me as I work with people, clients come to me needing help, and, and it's like, all right, what, was your, what have you been doing you know, up until now? What have you been doing? What has your doctor told you to do? Things like that. Oh, well, they've told me to eat fresh fruits a couple times a day and I need to be eating, you know, four to six meals a day and all these things. And the whole time their blood sugar is out of control. And if your blood sugar is high, a couple hours after you've eaten and you eat something else that has carbohydrates or, you know, whether it be a piece of fruit or some bread or, or whatever, the blood sugar never has time to come down. So your insulin spikes again. Most people don't realize that when your insulin is high, when the, when the insulin level spikes, when your insulin is released, your body automatically cuts off the fat burning process. You, it's impossible to burn fat when your insulin is spiked. Okay? Your excess glucose, which isn't being controlled, is constantly being turned into fat. This is the vicious cycle I speak of so much. You know, and I watched my brother yo-yo in weight over the years. Um, I watched him neglect his nutrition. Um, you know, you I, I would personally have thought that when he had to have a couple toes amputated, he would have that would have been a wake-up call for him, but it wasn't. And, you know, type 2 diabetes didn't directly kill my brother. It's not like, oh, his blood sugar level got too high. He went into a coma and died. That's not what happened. But 
there is nobody on the planet that isn't going to tell me or that is going to tell me rather. But there is nobody on the planet that is going to tell me that his uncontrolled type 2 diabetes did not cause his death indirectly. So, you know, my mission with T2 Nutrition and Wellness is not only for type 2 diabetics, okay? Yeah, I named it T2 because that's close to my heart. That's what I had type. I have type 2 diabetes. I've just beaten it. All right. Um, my mission is to help as many people as possible find their way to the truth. So many of the causations that are a result of obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, all these other things that we develop because we're overweight. We don't have to suffer from those things. The choice is yours. Every day you get up, you have a chance for a new beginning. Every day you put your feet on the floor as you roll out of bed, you make a choice. If you're like me, you walk downstairs, you go to the kitchen. I myself, I have this little cocktail that I drink in the morning with water and, and pink Himalayan salt, and lemon juice, and, and a little apple cider vinegar. And then it's like time for a cup of coffee. Or you can go into your kitchen and you can you can grab a, a donut or a pastry that you have sitting there on the counter and, and drink a glass of milk with that and or, or whatever. But you have choices. And you have to stop and think, what are your choices leading you to? You know, when, when we're at the grocery store and we decide to pick up that pack of cookies versus picking up something healthy. Um, that's a choice. And everybody knows that choices in life have consequences. Everything you do in life will direct your path. Okay? If I choose to if I choose to get into my feelings today because I'm 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 hurting because my brother died unnecessarily and I decide I want to emotionally eat and go to the store and grab a bag of potato chips, that's a choice I make. And that choice will have consequences. Now, one thing, one time, is that going to cause consequences that are going to be long-lasting? No. But if you want to be successful in a healthy lifestyle, it all starts with your choices. It's just that simple. You have to choose, first and foremost, that, this is not your path anymore. If you're someone and you're watching this right now and, and you are 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight and you know that your eating habits are horrible, you know that you eat things that you shouldn't be eating, things that are contributing to your position at this point in time and you don't do anything about it, who's to blame? It's not me. I put videos out all the time. I put content everywhere on social media telling people, look, the choice is yours. You can be healthy. And it's just simply a matter of choice. I wish my brother would have made that choice. I really do. 
you know, I sit back and my brother and I weren't super close either at all. Um, you know, sometimes we would go long periods of time without talking. We were both loners by nature and he had his life. I had mine, you know, but, and I sit back and I think that it kind of sucks that we weren't closer because if we were, maybe, maybe I could have insisted a little more. Maybe I could have been like, dude, stop that shit. Don't, don't, don't eat that. You know, it's not good for you. So in a way, I kind of blame myself and I know that that's useless. You know, I I know that, you know, that's not going to do me or him any good. You know, what's done is done. But I sit and I think back if, if I would have just one more time called him and said, hey, you know, why don't, why don't, why don't you get together with me? Let's sit down and have a conversation. Let's get you straightened out. If I would have showed up at his house and, and took him grocery shopping and said, look, you know, you don't have to eat that. You can eat this. You can still enjoy life. There are things that you can do to be different, to live different, to live healthier. And it kind of sucks that I didn't do that. And, and I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass for it. But I can't change it. So the only thing I can do is use it. My brother made his choices and paid the price. Making my choice. I'm making my choice to use my grief and the way I feel about this situation to just dump gasoline on my fire. You know, um, I am more devoted and, and like extremely aggressively fired up about my mission in life, which is to help people get healthier. So while the new season of the Jacked Up podcast, I kind of spruce things up a little bit, new intro and stuff like that. Um, there's kind of a new me too. Okay. I'm still going to be continuing to reach out and find as many inspirational and motivational guests as possible because I feel it's my duty to bring you guys this content. But I have, I have already, since my brother's passing, made huge steps in, in like accelerating my business because if I don't accelerate my business, I can't help the amount of people that I want to help. I find it ironic that, uh, you know, literally four days before we released the reversal roadmap, before it actually started, four days, five days, something like that, my brother passed away. I don't know if it's a sign, I guess, because it all depends on whether you believe in God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in. But, but I just find it kind of ironic. And so I am striving even more to, to make that program a success 
to help the people that are already involved and help even more. Um, originally, we were looking at, um, you know, starting the program and then halfway through the program, introducing another class into the program because we can only help so many people at once. Um, I've decided we're not going to do that. Um, we're going to take in people anytime. Um, anytime that they reach out to us, anytime that they that they schedule that consultation call. I'm going to talk to them and I'm, I'm going to do my best to help them because I didn't, I didn't take all the opportunities that I had available to me to help my brother, but I can change that now. Not for him, not for me, but for everybody else out there. Because there are literally millions of people that are suffering from this disease. Millions of people that are not getting the help they need from the people that they trust, the doctors. You know, and I just, I can't sit back anymore and say, well, I tried. They didn't want to listen. I got to make them listen. I got to make you listen. Folks, I'm telling you, if you are overweight, it doesn't have to be me. Reach out to somebody for help. If you've been struggling for a long period of time and you can't get the results that you need, you can't lose the fat, and your, your doctor's starting to say, hey, you know, we need to do something. It looks like you could be pre-diabetic. It looks like, you know, I'm not real happy with your, with your triglycerides and, and your cholesterol and, and I'm afraid that you are starting to show markers of developing heart disease and things like that. If that's you, don't wait. Reach out. Now, I'm going to tell you that doctors aren't always the best route. From the medical standpoint, um, you know, once you already have something like heart disease, obviously there are certain tests that need to be done and things like that. Testings and di- testing and diagnostics, they're great because they can do things that I can't do, that Dr. Cristello can't do, that other coaches that I know cannot do. But you need, you need help. And there are very few people that can do it alone. Okay. Knock on wood. I was a fortunate I, I, I was motivated and I'm just the type of person that I'm going to find the answers. And I did. But um, that's probably not you. So reach out. Reach out to me. Reach out to somebody. Let my brother's unnecessary death be a cautionary tale to all of you. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to be just like him. Dying before your time. <laughs> he had just found out that he's going to be a grandfather again. That his that his youngest daughter is pregnant, and he's never going to get to see that baby born. He's never going to get to hold the child. He's never going to watch that child grow up. And it didn't have to be that way. Don't let that be you. 
because I'm damn sure not going to let it be me. Reach out to somebody. Get some help. That's going to be it for this one, guys. Short and sweet. You know, I, I just had a lot of things in my heart, and I and I needed to get them out. And with everything that's been going on, I hadn't had time to schedule a guest. So here it is. The shortest episode of the Jacked Up Podcast ever. Now, you guys know the deal. You know, subscribe to the channel, like it, share it, do all that. Definitely share it. You guys know more than anybody at this point that I'm on a mission. And my mission doesn't happen. My mission isn't successful unless people know that I'm on it. So share the podcast, do all that stuff, subscribe, everything else. And I'll see you guys next time. My motto still stands. Playtime's over. Get your asses to work.